Due to the graphic nature of this program, viewer discretion is advised. Previously on Little White Church. I trust Alex Jones. And if he says iodine deficiency is killing my erection and causing me to secretly watch Rachel Maddow when nobody's home, then that's all I need to know. I will teach you all about Donald J. Trump, my Lord and Savior. Here, take one of these pamphlets. And here's one for you gay blue ranger. He's got your whole vag in his hands. He's got your whole... What? What? I, it's true. I, Flopping on the ground. And... I, Trump is paid no more. They'll never tell us what they know. He laundries some illegal funds. The paper trail is white as snow. Our Lord and Savior, Donald J. Trump, is the Lord of all holidays. And Joe Biden and Satan will one day be cast into the lake of fire, where they can go trick-or-treating for eternity in hell. And every fucking demon house they come to, they can get a big-ass orange candy peanut. Anyone who celebrates or promotes Halloween is going straight, get me, to hell. What the fuck is wrong with you people? In a white church in the middle of the wood. A following Trump just the best they could. Some folks like him and some folks don't. A cussing and a fighting in the old church hall. If you don't agree, better leave them alone like rape your dogs and burn your home with a little white church. When the church doors open, anything goes. Republican fundamental Christians go to the little white church. Bill Reagan White. I tell you what, I have red, white, and blue Thanksgiving in my heart. Are you thankful for Thanksgiving? Are you thankful for Trump and all the thoughtful, selfless, humble things he did to America when he thought no one was watching? I bet you aren't even thankful the Lord hasn't murdered you yet. Let me ask you a question. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when I say Thanksgiving? Is it turkey? I I think I heard some asshole over here say turkey. (laughs) Yes, turkey, bitch. Yes. Yes, the holiday meal is incredible. I'll give you that. As long as my wife doesn't cook anything important. We let her smoking hot sister cook the turkey most years. And Jesus Trump, when she pulls that turkey out of the oven. Ooh, turkey's dumb, bitch. Woo! Thanksgiving, bitch. I am truly thankful indeed. That reminds me. Thanksgiving is a time for fellowship with your family and friends, so none of y'all are invited. (laughs) I'm just joking with y'all. This is going to be family, though, so don't come. Right. We eat a shit ton of food, and then as soon as it's over, we lay back, watch a bunch of football, and we cuddle. Or whatever. It's not gay. It's family. Well, you can you can cuddle with your sister or whoever. It's not gay. Or your brother. Come on. How many of you people truly stop and thank Trump for being able to enjoy that Thanksgiving meal? I bet none. And how many less of you also stop and thank Christopher Columbus? 
for that meal. I bet next to none. I think oftentimes we are not appreciative of the Republican economy that brought us this affordable, large, excessive meal. We about 20 to 30 different meats and 2 to 3 different vegetables. That's, that can only happen in America, folks. But just how quickly is this bitch-ass loser fucking world is moving away from celebrating a great Christian man? And his name is Christopher Columbus! Damn it! Say his name with me! Christopher Columbus! <sighs> Christopher is an American hero! He is like the Kyle Rittenhouse before the Kyle Rittenhouse was Kyle Rittenhouse. And we should be thankful and we shall go over all the things he has done for the white community today. I want you guys to reflect on what all you guys are thankful for. I want you to really sit down and think about it. If you're thankful for money, thank Trump. If you're thankful for sex, thank Trump. Then thank your wife or husband because they were participants in Trump's glory. If you enjoy postage stamp collecting Thomas Kincaid art, the first two Rambo movies, hardcore Hispanic on black pornography, heavy drinking and gambling, or just whatever the fuck. Thank our Lord and Savior, Donald J. Trump. But also thank Christopher Columbus. Because he made that shit possible. Because without him, natives would be in charge. And I, I think we would just all be living in a bunch of tents. And nothing would have ever got developed. Because we didn't have the white community. And they wouldn't be for the American Thanksgiving we know and love today. We needed the white people. Uh -huh. We needed them. Hopefully we can stop this unjustified liberal war on Thanksgiving. It's not fucking right. It's not fucking right, y'all. Let's worship Trump and Christopher Columbus. Yeah, I'll just listen to the words of the song. Don't worship me for the way that I sing them, please. Everybody just join in with me as we sing. I search the dark web alone in hopes of finding some answers and the trouble I pray every night and day for help with cute conspiracies and I talk with me and I Decipher the facts from the frost And if I ever need to prove a thing I'll just tell them to wait and see Praise the Lord I talk to 
me And when I pray I'm talking to myself And myself still feels That I could stop the seal So I went out and bought myself a ball I, I did Big not. ass ball That's him and Now I'm sitting here in my truck in D.C. I don't have these words. Where are y'all getting these words? And I'm prepared to blow myself up. Is this hilarious? Holy fuck. For every night I pray and I answer me and I don't know how far I might go. Maybe somebody should call them. Everybody... Jim, are you serious? Is this... And I talk... This isn't okay, with folks. ...with me and I hunt for okay. leaks and, and decipher the facts from the fraud. He spends way too much time news, on the internet. Fake news, liberal, demon-crats. Listen here, y'all ain't gonna right, Somebody come and get him. I got a ball in my truck big enough to blow up a DC, make it look like a donut when it get done. That's what we're gonna do. Praise Jesus, we're gonna blow up DC for Jesus Christ, because that's what Jesus would have done. I got I'm, I'm right not doing anything. No, what would Trump right, do different than Jesus? You're, Trump you're blow that come on. shit up. Nope. Praise Trump. Come Trump on. Hey, Fred, come help me nope. get this. Nope. You ain't take, nope. 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 Come on. You ain't taking me off this stage. I got a nope. bomb in my trunk uh, right now. Hey. Nope. nope. Get, him get him down. Get him down. Let me go. Get him down. Let me go. Hey. Hey. Bring the dildo. Hey. Let's go over these prayer requests. Let's pray for brethren Jake McGrath's family. Jake lost his life. In a tragic accident last Thursday morning, he was driving without a seatbelt when his car hydroplaned from the water that was left on the street from Wednesday night's rain. Well, his car slid into the side of the bridge over on, um, you know, Confederate Lee Street and, um, launched him through his window and over the bridge, and down a hundred feet below, and into a wood chipper below, where someone was cleaning up storm debris. And the wood chipper tore him up so fast! It was terrible, y'all! His ears were split out all over the ground near the chipper! His guts, the intestines, they kind of slipped through and started launching all over the ground like Stanley String. And his penis, his penis, because it was so small, it was launched 200 yards like Tom Brady through that motherfucker and broke through the window of the old folks' home. But nobody there, not the nurses, or residents would admit to where McGrath's penis had gone. Unfortunately, the family won't be able to have an open casket because there was nothing left to Jake. They have been hoping to at least display his tiny dick. Speaking of the McGraths, they are here today. Please tell them you are praying for them and thinking about them. I think about Mrs. McGrath quite a bit when my wife and I are not on sexing terms. Okay, now that I got that out of the way, let me tell you more about this fantastic wood shipping company. They are called Swampland Shipping. They are a great company. They come by and they will cut down your unwanted trees for you or clean up storm debris for you, I highly recommend it to you. My cousin Bruce runs it. Bruce was the one running that particular wood chipper when Jake fell in it. And he wasn't anything but kind and professional, even in a bad situation. Ain't that right, Bruce? You want to come up here and say a couple words? Oh, sure. 
Now y'all please understand, they got Bruce pretty drugged up for the psychological damage this event had on him. So he might stutter or something. I told him just go out and get himself a gun, make himself feel better. I, I, I'm alright. Um, you want to tell them about the wood chipper stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I was, I was standing there, getting ready to toss an oak tree limb into the chipper. And th then all of a sudden, a man comes flying down from heaven, and he... he... Well, I meant more about your business, not so much about the flying man. No, I promised I wouldn't tell. But I think I will, though. I think it'll help. It'll help clear my conscience. That man, he, he kind of landed on the ship. He landed on the lip of the chute. And he hadn't fell in just yet. And he said, he, he said, uh, hey, mister. And I said, huh? And he, and he said, push me. And I, I said, what? And, and he said, just a little help. Getting into the chipper. I don't know why, but I understood him. And he said, my wife, she's been cheating on me with her brother. Her own brother. And then I understood what I had to do. So I put my foot on his head. And I pushed. And he started saying, I changed my mind. We can work it out. But I just kept pushing. I just kept pushing. And I think it was what Jesus wanted me to do. And then the next thing you know... He was gone, and the ground around me was all red, crimson red, and I bowed there, and I prayed to Jesus, and, and then I ate my lunch, and then I called the police, and, 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 they, and, they, and they told me, it, they told me it was going to be all right. They said, things happen to good old boys sometimes. Well, I, for one, think you have one fucking awesome, tremendous, fantastic, amazing, wonderful tree trimming service. I'm sure the McGraths will agree. Isn't that right? Oh, I think the McGraths have to leave. It's okay. It's okay. I know they have a funeral to prepare for pretty soon. Be careful. Wear your seatbelts. Let me remind you people. Click it or tick it, okay? Let's pray for Brother Herman Miller. He has a huge goiter on the side of his neck. That thing is growing and growing. Doctors have now confirmed that that growth is actually Herman's twin brother that was absorbed into his body in the womb. Doctors are saying it's strange that Herman's brother is all of a sudden just starting to grow now. That tells us all we should never give up. Never give abortion. Which brings me to my next point. Doctors asked Herman if he wanted to have the growth aborted. To which Herman got the fuck pissed off and said, Fuck! No! God bless you, Herman! The doctor said, Well, the baby will be extremely deformed and you might die during the surgery. And then Herman was like, Oh, I might die? Well, well no, still I don't want it, damn it! Fuck you! So Herman is due to give birth to a deformed baby off the side of his neck any time now. We pray Herman has a fast and easy neck C-section. Herman will have to take straight paid time off leave from his PTO bank because his employer does not give fraternity leave because Herman is not a woman. Can we give his employer a 
a round of applause for that? Thank you. They're doing the fucking right thing. He doesn't have tits. He could be using this precious time to bond with his boss. So Herman will have to cancel that trip to South Carolina that he's planning on going to because he won't have the PTO to cover that after this. Herman will name the baby Rudy after former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Okay, so I'm not going to go over the so-called COVID deaths. It's not real. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got a very special guest today, one of Donald Trump's best friends, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Juvenile. Don't. I know what Christ said, did he really mean it? We're taking care of the poor, it's financially silly. I work hard for my money, and my money works hard. Doing sketchy shit. Like banging women with no condom. Jesus wants to come and tell me, do what? Let him come on back down, you know I'll send him packing. I only pray and serve the one who knows what's really up. I only bow down in the presence of Donald fucking Trump. Uh, 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 uh. We serve Trump, 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 Jesus stepped on the scene saying all of that shit Wanting people to worship him as if he was a God's kid But he didn't know, can we even blame him? He didn't know he wasn't even Trump's kin So the Bible's irrelevant, Trump's dumb settled it If you wanna go to heaven then you gotta suck his dick Sign a NDA and bring that paper to the Golden Gate you know you let him cause he's rich and famous You know you love him cause he's fucking shameless He has no filter switch, his eyes are washed white cause he's fucking blameless His skin is bright orange cause his tans are painless Hello! Hi, I can see you on the screen. Hello! Yes, oh, this is Karen. Um, I am in jail. I was wrongfully accused of wrongfully accusing a black man that was walking down the street suspiciously. Yep, it was his neighborhood, he says. And I was driving, looking for a meetup spot. You know, none of that matters. But he was suspicious, and they have put me in jail. So here I am. I'm telling the stories from uh, from from jail. I was able to have a phone snuck in to the prison, to the jail. It feels like prison. It's jail. They snuck it in. It kind of stinks, but that's okay. All right, guys. Oh, you guys look so pretty today. Oh, my gosh. Yep, my husband did it last week, and I am so terribly sorry for all of those vulgar songs that he was singing. This is a time to just be clean, I hope. And, you know, sometimes we have to talk about hard subjects like we will today, but we're going to try to do it in a clean manner. All right, here we go. Once upon a time, there was a man named Lot. His hometown had been destroyed by angelic missiles, but he had fled the city. Then one night, his daughters got him intoxicated and raped him. Oh my. I just accidentally read from the wrong Bible. That story, folks, is in the old Bible. We're supposed to be reading from the Trump's children's Bible. And, my bad parents, I am so sorry. Oh, that old Bible was pretty filthy. You know what? Maybe Lot had it coming. Since, you know, he offered up his daughters to be abused. 
S-E-X-U-A-L-L-Y by the entire town. Yeah, look it up. By their dad. Their dad was going to push them out, push them out, push the girls out there to be really abused. And, of course, the whole town tried to rape some angels just before that happened. Like I said, pure filth. The old Bible was so vulgar. And I've read it. I've read Fifty Shades. The old Bible was so vulgar. And I've read Fifty Shades before, but the book of Solomon, oh my goodness. The stuff that it says, the stuff that it says, oh my gosh. Anyways, the Trump Children's Bible says, one day there was a man named Lot. Oh, guards coming. Hold on a second. Anyways, the Trump Children's Bible says, One day, there was a man named Lot Trump. And... Anyways, the Trump Children's Bible says, One day, there was a man named Lot Trump. And two daughters. One was beautiful beyond measure, whom God must have shattered the mold after making her a true beauty from two beasts. I kid, I kid, but her mom really went for the worst after Trump dumped her ass. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry about the language. And he also had Tiffany, a mildly okay-looking daughter from a gold-digging home wrecker named Marla. One day, God decided to nuke a hurricane that was passing over Lot's town of Sodom. See, I told you that Bible was perverted. Sodom. Sodom. Like how two men get down with each other. And sometimes, I'll have to admit, myself, especially after reading Fifty Shades of Grey. I am so sorry, parents. I have been in jail, and now my head's all kinds of messed up. So, Lot... Trump took his family and fled from the town. And I just realized you could also call that town B-U-M-F-U-C-K. <laughs> but Lot and his family fled the city. His wife turned to see the nuclear blast, and it turned her face into something that looked like melted butter. Trump would leave her for dead, even though she could still function her appearance just wouldn't look good on TV. He took his two daughters, and fearing that they were the last people on Earth, decided he should populate the world once more. He also filmed it for his OnlyFans account. He eventually began to hold beauty pageants every year, but he didn't allow Tiffany Lott Trump or her children to participate. The end. Oh my gosh. Guys, I am so grateful to get to see you. I'm going to have to get out of here and plug this phone up. And I will talk to you guys next week. Uh, we don't, unfortunately, we don't have the bond money. Because the man that I called uh, said that I tried to run him over with my car. Which was a total lie. I would never do that to my car. I would never put those dents in people's fingerprints all over my beautiful Cadillac like that. I love my pink Cadillac, and I would never do that. So, unfortunately, I'm in here for probably forever because this is a prison state. I don't know. All right, guys. Thank you. Okay. So, are you happy to be alive in America today? Because I sure as fuck am. I want to talk to y'all. I want to speak to y'all today. Just let me talk. I want to talk to y'all about a good Christian nationalist Republican who sailed from Europe and inadvertently discovered America by discovering the Caribbean first and setting up Republican values there. His name was none other than Christopher Columbus. 
What a fucking beautiful name. I am so proud of this motherfucker. He was like the Robert A. Lee before Robert was Robert. And he was like Trump before the Trump. So I know what's on a lot of y'all's mind. You're saying, Pastor White. So how did Christopher Columbus shape the America we know today and help us be who we are and help bring white nationalism to the forefront of American politics? God bless him. Trump bless him. We have long idolized this man and have educated our society into thinking he was a hero. But let's dive more into that story, shall we? Because I tell you, why, I love fucking Thanksgiving. I love fucking turkey and fucking Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for a lot of things, such as the enslavement of Native Americans and later African Americans the worship of white society, the degradement of other cultures, races, or religion. And I am ultimately thankful for our Lord and Savior, Donald J. Trump. There's nothing racist about it. In the year 1451, a young, white Christopher Columbus was born in the Republic of Genoa. Although some historians are now saying it was possible Christopher may have been born in Portugal and there has been a possible cover-up. He may have been a little bastard child of Prince Ferdinando of Portugal. I don't know his for sure birthplace. I tend to believe Christopher Columbus may have been from Rainsville, Alabama originally. But of course, it would take some DNA semen samples to determine that. I'm not really interested in digging him up and jerking off his old nasty corpse. Let's just go with the original and widely accepted idea. Christopher was born in Genoa in 1451, shall we? Because I'm not one to speculate. Chris Columbus began his sailing career as a young, super ambitious racist. He later in 1477 was hired by King John II of Portugal to do a very important job. Christopher Columbus, for his first job right out of Portugal State College University, or PSCU, became a merchant mariner. Christopher had a bachelor degree in marining and was part of a fraternity known as Delta Variant Psi, where Christopher was once falsely accused of numerous sex-hazing scandals involving elephant pests and several wooden dildos, unsanded, might I add, rough-cut long dongs, splinters for days. Portugal bragged and bragged about colonizing a few Atlantic islands and their very basic trade route with Africa, India, and Asia. So some of these dumbass liberal European scholars of the time believed the earth to be smaller than what we know it to be today. They were one of those, it's not the size of the planet, it's the motion of the ocean. I know some of us believe the earth is flat. I still have not taken a position on that and do not quote me on anything, but I'm just saying it's bigger than these dumb liberals thought it to be at the time. However... Some Republicans had conspiracy theories that you could sail west and possibly discover more. And who wouldn't think sailing a new direction in undiscovered territory that someone wouldn't be able to find something new? What an extreme theory, right? <laughs> These people were so fucking stupid back then, but they could write a damn good Bible. The scientific community of Europe back then reminds me of these dumbass liberals today. So because of the invention of the printing press, Christopher Columbus read about these new conspiracy theories and he pawned it off as his own original idea that he would sail west 
and he wanted to get filthy rich doing it, and he was looking to score some Indian pound. Christopher Columbus clung to his traditional family corporate Republican values and wanted to find gold, pussy, get recognition from Europe, possibly be knighted, secretly thought about slaves. But don't we all wonder what it would be like to own a couple of light-skinned slaves? Chris just wanted to be what would be considered a corporate billionaire at that time. He was Elon Musk before Elon Musk was Elon Musk. Just like the corporate Republican billionaire we so dearly love today, Donald Trump. So the liberal King John didn't go along with Christopher Columbus's wild conspiracy theory that there could be possibly more sailing towards the undiscovered direction of the West. So he denied Columbus's request for funding. King John laughed and ridiculed Columbus's Republican beliefs and said he was a fucking dipshit for not believing the small earth theory. It reminds me of how liberals are acting today when we say the vaccine is deadly and it's going to kill everybody and it's already killed half the nation and everybody. They laugh at us and say we're fucking dumb. You're fucking dumb. So at no fucking surprise at whatsoever, Columbus got the same liberal response for his request from other European countries such as France, England, and Spain. But eventually the Spanish sovereigns, during a taping of the Shark Tank show, Ferdinand and Isabella came around and decided to fund three ships for the western voyage. That dumbass liberal, Marcus Cubano, owner of the Dallas Mavericks, definitely a Mexican, said the idea was fucking stupid and wouldn't even make an offer or anything. He told Ferdinand and Isabella that this was literally going to fail and they should let people fund it with Dogecoin or some other stupid millennial snowflake shit. Spain saw this as a way to compete with the success that Portugal was having with their trade route. And Christopher Columbus saw this as a way to get back at his previous employer, King John, for fucking him over on his request for funds. Republican Christopher Columbus loved to get back at people just like our Lord and Savior, Donald J. Trump. A true backstabber for Jesus. On August 3rd, 1492, the Pinto, the Nina, and the Santa Maria set sail on their epic fucking voyage, they stopped briefly at a rest stop on the Grand Canary Islands where they fucked some Canary Island whores. After that, it was a non-stop sailing for five weeks straight. So they sailed for a long damn time. But at some point, some minimum wage lookout, Rodrigo de Triana, saw land off in the distance and notified Martin Alonso Pinzon who then notified Republican Christopher Columbus. And Columbus was all like, Yeah, I already knew about that about fucking four hours ago, dumbass. Because I swear to God, like, I saw a fucking light in the distance, but it was just too soon to verify. Although when Martin first approached Columbus, he was down in his chamber, jacking off. So based on that wonderful explanation... Columbus claimed a lifetime pension for himself that was promised by Ferdinand and Isabella to the first person that sight land. That kind of sounds like the great pension our beloved Lord and Savior Donald J. Trump gave his billionaire self. Trump donated his salary while in office because he figured out ways to get that measly salary somewhere else with his corporate business skills. So that justifies him doing stuff like this. And hey... Other past presidents are not going to give up their pension. I mean, would you not take a pension? That money is best in the hands of Trump anyways. Just like that money was best in the hands of Republican Christopher Columbus. Fuck that Rodrigo de Triana guy anyways. Fuck him right in the ass. He would have just shit that money way on beer and women and frozen burritos like a fucking son of a bitch. A real fucking loser. 
because Christopher Columbus did sort of believe the earth was small and didn't really know just where the fuck he was, Columbus thought he was close to Japan, but he was a little distraught that he did not see any anime Pokemon culture and young teen girls in schoolgirl skirts and young guys with emo hairstyles. You have to think about the time period, though. At that time, Europeans called Asia India, so Columbus and his crew insensitively called the natives of the land Indians, when in reality, these people called themselves the Tiano. Christopher Columbus did not bow down to liberal cancel culture. Columbus told it like it was, placing his Spain flag in the ground and said, Damn it! No, we are the dominant race, and we have just arrived, and we'll take our rightful place in history and time. You can fuck off with that PC fucking bullshit, even though I'm not entirely sure just where the fuck I am. I take white privilege and dominance over this fucking shithole. To be honest with you, Indians... It looks like you're into a lot of weird, fucked up shit culturally, and we are not comfortable taking part in it unless we can whitewash the shit out of it in you. Christopher Columbus was so unsure where the fuck he was that day. No one even knows the landing site of the first voyage, but some scholars believe it was somewhere in the Bahamas. The Tianos called it San Salvador. Wherever the fuck that was, Christopher will never fucking know. The Tianos were overly nice to the white people and Christopher Columbus. Hey, at that time they didn't know that they were just going to take their land and be assholes. The Tianos showered the crew with food and drinks like Diet Coke and beer and gave them gifts of parrots, cotton, and other gifts. And I think even those fucking parrots were like, Don't trust these white people! Don't trust these white people! They're gonna fuck you over! They're gonna fuck you over! And the white man returned the favor. That's kind of funny, a white man returning the favor. By giving them beads and red hats. Now it's uncertain if these red hats were MAGA hats, Trump hats, or that later Trump cleverly was referencing a historical moment in history. What a Trump damn prophecy that would have been if those were actual MAGA hats. There's no proof that it wasn't. But I bet if it was, that proves Trump and God's existence right there. Because how you get MAGA hats way back the fuck then? These people are probably wearing the MAGA hats. The Tianos rightfully thought all these white men were gods because they had never seen skin so white and beautiful and pasty. The whites clarified to them that Jesus was Christ, and they told them they're going to hell. You can't just be over here on a different continent living for yourselves, you sinful bastards. Those liberal Tianos acted like they didn't understand. And the white said, don't worry, we'll explain it all later. Later that night, Christopher Columbus wrote in his journal, Please stand for the reading of this material. Please stand. Many of the men have scars on their bodies. And when I made signs to them to find out how this happened, they indicated that people from other nearby islands come to San Salvador to capture them. They defend themselves the best they can. I believe that people from the mainland come here to take them as slaves. They ought to make good and skilled servants, for they repeat very quickly whatever we say to them. I think they can very easily be made Christians, for they seem to have no religion. If it pleases our Lord, I will take six of them to your highness when I depart, in order that they may learn our language. End of quote. You may sit down now.
You see, we are called by the Lord to spread our beliefs and cultures to the unknowing. To people who have no earthly idea, Christianity even is this. Because if we find life on another planet, you bet your ass we will try to conquer that planet, enslave them all, and then, you know, tell them about the Lord. It is our Trumpian, God-given right and duty. We get to decide who gets ownership of what and who has ownership of the land. And usually, it tends to be the white Christian guy. I'm just saying, because it was the white that had to teach them about the Lord, so think of it as a teaching fee. And we had to set up camp because we had to teach a bunch of fucking morons about the Lord. So that's why we have to take the fucking land. Damn. Columbus had to teach these people from nothing and make them into Christians. You guys pay me good here to come here and teach you things about God and Trump. And I'm entitled to your land if I want it. I'm not going to take it, don't worry. But if I wanted your land, it's mine because that's my fucking teaching fee, you sons of bitches. Teachers should get paid in this country. And if they're good Republican teachers, they deserve somebody else's land, damn it. The next day, they enjoyed a Thanksgiving dinner with these native people while Christopher further evaluated them and sized them up. At this dinner, Christopher met with some of the indigenous people who called themselves the Lacayans and the Arawaks. Columbus was disappointed and unhappy with the gifts the friendly people gave them for barging in on what was previously considered to be their land and felt based on seeing these people's gold earrings, these indigenous people were not being honest with him and holding back. So Columbus took a few of those Arawak prisoners because Christopher was on a hunt to find gold. Chris Columbus really wanted to be a billionaire in the 1490s and own all the incredible things the 1490s had to offer and was really into a band called Stone Temple Pirates or STP. Christopher is like me. I love the 90s. Such a good simple time. I would also like to read another passage from Christopher Columbus's glorious journal entry. Please stand for the reading of this material. G get your asses up. Get your, get your ass up. These people are very simple and warlike matters. I could conquer the whole of them with 50 men and govern them as I pleased. End of quote. You may sit back down. Thank you. Fred, roll over, Fred. Roll over, boy. Roll over. <whistles> Roll over, boy. Sit, Fred. Sit. Sit, damn it. Deborah Millie, you are such a good woman. I don't know how you do it. Your husband is such a fucking dumbass. Fred is a fucking moron. I don't know how you do it. We're going to have to meet after church again. And Fred can sit out in the car while we meet and talk about his behavior. I am so disappointed in Fred, you son of a bitch. Oh, sit the fuck down, Fred. Shut the fuck up. Sit down and learn about Christopher Columbus, you dumbass. So then, Christopher Columbus sailed to Cuba. And he did a lot of fucking coke there. He was like fucking Scarface. And then he sailed to the northern coast of Hispaniola. And they accidentally fucked up their Santa Maria ship on Christmas by running that ship aground. So they had to quickly abandon that thing. The native people were laughing their asses off at the white people's mistake. So Christopher used that Santa Maria as sort of a target practice for his robust cannons to send a message to the native people to tell them who was really in charge and they can still 
fuck all of them up. So those dumbass smiles immediately fell off their native faces. So Columbus shot Santa Maria on Christmas. I think that is symbolic. Santa Maria sounds like a gay Mexican Santa. I would like to fucking kill Santa for trying to take the glory away from the true meaning of Christmas, and that's Donald J. Trump. Trump is the reason for the fucking season. Columbus chose 39 of his great men based on penis size. He measured them all and picked the longest ones. One man even measured about 5 inches, I think. That's pretty big. To stay behind in the incredible historical white settlement of La Navidad, the present day Haiti. Christopher got himself some more native prisoners before he left and sailed to the Bay of Rican in northwest Hispaniola where he encountered some natives that did not take kindly to Christopher and his crew making themselves right at home. When the Tsingoyas refused to make a trade with Christopher for the amount of bows and arrows he wanted, a clash broke loose, leaving a Segoya stabbed in his butthole and another wounded with an arrow in his chest. They should have just made the trade for Trump's sakes. It's like that white show, Pawn Stars. Oh, so you got the gun John Wilkes Boaks used to kill Lincoln? And our experts value it at $50 million? Okay, I'll give you 50 bucks for it. Can you do $100? I can do 55 Here's a fucking surprise. Christopher gathered more prisoners and slaves and took them back to Spain. Christopher returned home to much praise and worship from his community for his amazing accomplishments. This fan base was like the sort of modern-day Trump supporter of today. Ferdinand and Isabella named Christopher governor of all the land he stole from these friendly native people. So Christopher Columbus and a crew of 17 ships and 1,200 alpha men, including priests, farmers, the local proctologists, and soldiers sailed back to the Bahamas to establish dominance. When Christopher returned to La Navidad, he was expecting to see his great white settlement, but instead he saw 39 men he left behind that were all dead. And the fort that he had built from the fucked up Santa Maria boat had been burned. Christopher was like, what the fuck happened? The locals told Christopher the white men raped their women and stole things from them. They're all thugs. So we, the Tianos, reacted in defense and followed our leader, Carnival's orders. Columbus was pissed off and promised he would get that son of a bitch Carnival back for not letting his men rape their people and steal what was rightfully theirs. That was just poor leadership by Carnival. La Navidad was basically the 9-11 before 9-11. Columbus and his people never forgot that shit and could not figure out why the Tiana people were so offended by them raping their women, stealing possessions from them, and ultimately stealing their land and fucking them over. Chris had three of the native captains captured and beheaded in public to send a message to Carnival that Christopher Columbus don't play motherfucking games. So more forts were built by the white settlers and they built a settlement named La Isabella, which was hit by an influenza epidemic brought over by rats on the ships from Europe. The settlers refused to socially distance and refused to stop raping the locals and would not wear a mask. They also refused the vaccine the natives developed, and it was reported that most people who took the vaccine had more mild cases, and their chances of death was severely cut significantly. But these white settlers only wanted to believe what they wanted to believe. Their leader, Christopher, even got the vaccination and encouraged the white people to get vaccinated at his white Columbus supremacy rally just to be booed by his supporters. To which Christopher said, Well, I respect your right to choose, 
and if the vaccine doesn't work, I will let you know. You'll be the first to know about it. So many settlers died, two-thirds to be exact, from the horrible epidemic. At this point, Columbus, in retaliation for the La Navidad attacks, forced Tiano slaves to work in the gold mines. Anyone who was over the age of 14 was expected to deliver a hawk spell full of gold every three months. Those who failed the task had their hands cut off and were left to bleed to death. The women of the Tiano were given to the whites and they, of course, raped them. One poor Tiano woman ended up being gifted to a white guy with a foot fetish. So Christopher and his men killed so many that the fields were left in a great Republican recession and did not meet the demand for everyone that was hungry. The Tianos and the whites included, but mainly the Tianos. Many of the Republicans blamed the liberal Tianos for not wanting to work and called them lazy for not wanting to work in this perfect Republican capitalist society for which the white people had brought to their region and were the main beneficiaries of. These crazy, ungrateful liberal people would have never known of such a wonderful society if it weren't for Christopher and his Christian Republican viewpoints and of course him taking all their land. Christopher and his SEAL Team 6 tracked down Carnival, who was responsible for the La Navidad attacks, and kidnapped him and put him on a ship set to Spain. His people never saw him again. Hey, he was a terrorist. Many of the Tiano starved to death, or died from the hard labor, or committed suicide, or killed their babies, those liberal abortionists, fuck them. And of course, like I mentioned, the influenza epidemic swept the land. It was fake, but it swept the land. Christopher Columbus had a poor response to the epidemic and said it was a fake native virus. The natives were viciously beaten tortured, enslaved into the Republican society, and killed all at the command of Christopher and his white alpha male privilege. So at this point, over 70% of the natives had perished because of Christopher Columbus and his Republican dominance and leadership. After so much chaos and destruction, a royal investigator was sent by Ferdinand and Isabella to investigate what was really going on overseas. The royal investigator immediately discovered the truth about the situation at hand and found Columbus and his brothers guilty as fuck for numerous crimes against the natives and the, the Spaniards. Columbus and his brothers were taken into custody back to Spain Later, the Spanish authorities allowed Christopher a final voyage despite his troubled history. Because remember, even though Christopher was a criminal, he was white. And the justice system treats a white person differently. Christopher explored the Caribbean for two more years and came home and died in peace on the 20th of May, 1506. At the age of 54, in Valladolid, Spain. Possibly from a sexually transmitted disease. What an incredible man! Unfortunately, about 3 million natives died because of Christopher Columbus. But so many people became Christians because of him. Y'all have to be inspired after that one. I mean, fuck them! That was awesome! Shit, that was awesome! What a fucking hero! Give Christopher Columbus a round of applause! Keep it up! Keep applauding! He's a fucking hero! Yeah, baby! Fucking Christopher Columbus! I love that son of a bitch! Oh, yeah! Thank God for Christopher Columbus! Oh, 
Oh, fuck yeah! Oh, my fucking God! Let's call the musicians up, and let's close this motherfucker out! Shall we? Raptors. 
Well, as soon as you raise that gate, a raptor takes off like a motherfucker towards the back of the unit and causes the loading unit to separate slightly from the entrance of the enclosure and causes you to fall off the top of the loading unit and to the side of that unit. And conveniently, for the raptor right in front of that entrance door separation. Just enough for a raptor bastard to grab you and start pulling you through that crack. However, you get stuck and they are ripping and pulling at your body. You are screaming like a son of a bitch to your team to get you out of there. And they're grabbing you trying to get you out of there, but the raptors are too strong. The team is trying to stick their instruments into the container, shocking the shit out of them and shooting tranquilizer darts at whatever they can find. One man is screaming for real ammunition to be used in this situation to save your life. He is screaming, shoot her, shoot her, shoot her, shoot her. You pass on before they can. So where are you going? Is it to heaven? Or is it to hell? It's your fucking choice. It's your fucking choice. Don't go to hell. Come forward. Come forward. Come. Come now. And come. Just come. Will you please come for fucking Christopher Columbus? Come for him. Come for Christopher Columbus. 